Wow, what a freaking doozy. I'm I, I can't believe we're even still doing this. <laughs> we've been we've been got again by big tech. <laughs> big tech has gotten us again. Right. Everyone Well, listening, not both of us. Just just one of us. Just one of us. <laughs> just one of us. Um for those of you at home who are like, what the hell? Um, I think we've been troubleshooting audio visual components for forty eight minutes. Ex- uh, just about I would say 45 if we want to round it yeah because we, we had like a tiny little discussion up top and then it was like issues Disaster. also don't update your computers guys really seriously oh. don't <laughs> Apple comes lesson for me learned. they're like how dare you yeah lesson learned good luck literally lesson learned lesson well, learned and lesson learned in today's movie I thought there were a lot of lessons in the movie there were plenty of lessons in this movie, and it was nice. Yeah, it was a great movie about fitting in. Mm-hmm. Conformity. And <laughs> conforming to society, which I loved. Which I kind of love. Like, there are certain times a year when you just, no matter you, what. You don't, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be standing out. No, nope, You should don't be fight blending it. in. You should be mm-hmm. blending in. I thought, I thought that. Also, I actually thought that. I thought that in this movie. And the benefits of living in a neighborhood that is um, the same religion. That was also something I that, did came, notice came that came through I, in the movie. <laughs> strong. Yeah, I did notice that. I was like, wow, it would be really bad if, you know, you weren't you weren't celebrating Christmas. <laughs> right. Because there is a moment where where one of the neighbors wonders if they're Jewish, but but and and not in a playful way, in a in a is something Wait, wrong? Yeah. <laughs> in a is something very wrong way. <laughs> That's right. So the movie definitely has a wonderful message, I think. Um, yeah. Yep. It also has a lot of Christmas decorations. Thank, thank God. God. Thank God. I wanted to compliment you on your Christmas sweater. Thank. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is something that Jamie Lee Curtis's character would wear. Now, this is would, tough if be. you're if you're listening to this because you can't see, but... You're gonna have to head on over to YouTube to yeah, check it out. Yeah, head on over to the YouTube to see it. But um, yeah, coming off of four Christmases, which I think you were right in saying that it's a misnomer because there's absolutely no Christmas in it at all whatsoever. No, nope, it no was Christmas. really wonderful to see all the Christmas iconography in in this movie. I know. I was really excited for it. The the music peppers almost every scene, at least scene transition. There's tons oh, yeah. of Christmas wonderful, music. Wonderful scene transitions. Yes. But I mean, like so basic much things. Snow. So much snow. Yeah, we didn't get any yes. snow in, in Four Christmases. I guess that was geographical. We got fog, yeah. which is not traditional. Not, not as fun. But just like basic things that we didn't get in Four Christmases, like a, a Christmas tree or lights. Or ba- basic ca- things, carolers, when, when, like very basic things. Step one of Christmas. Yes. So I did appreciate that. It this felt... movie is littered with <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> which is ironic since it's what they're trying to get away from. But like yes. the message of the movie says, you can't run. God, God, <laughs> God will find you. I loved Santa the is always watching, and God is always watching Santa. So that was that was the message. So I think my wires got crossed in my early upbringing where I did conceive of God as pretty much Santa. I was like so it's yeah. the same. And like once a year he just transitions into red suit territory. I love that theory. <laughs> Some I have a real problem, sorry, with organized religion just because yeah, my wires really did get 
crossed well, when I was a kid. I think that the movie really, I think the movie also really probes who is Santa and we'll get into it. But this movie is also, can't wait to see how you're getting there. Is also match is, I would say I wrote down the genre of the movie and it, it requires a few labels. Number one, it's a holiday movie. Okay. It is a holiday movie through and through. It's also horror. It's also horror. Oh, okay. Put another finger up. We'll unpack doing, that. Okay, there you go. It's also, and this is a compound, this is, but this too, I think it's also magical realism because there's, <laughs> because there's magic in the movie. Wait, there is. There yeah, there's is. a couple of elements that actually it's also would true be crime. Physically, Im- <laughs> physically impossible. It is true crime. And there's true crime. I think it's like, a there's like a mob, like it can be a mob movie too because he really I messes with his like, his reputation with the local policemen. Absolutely. By not buying that calendar. Yeah, yeah, and that becomes critical. That's the linchpin of the movie is, yes. is the sexy police calendar that he doesn't buy. That he doesn't buy. And then I'll also just say this is probably a family movie. Six. Oh, absolutely. It's a family movie. Yeah, family rated movie. PG. Yeah. I said to you before we started, um, I think this is the best you can do with a religion. PG movie. Yeah, it's yeah I think film. it definitely, I mean... If you're if you're looking at the chart where the the range from G to PG to PG thirteen, this movie is kissing the mm-hmm. PG thirteen line. But for, but 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 their feet are on the PG line, even though their yeah. lips are in the PG thirteen section. So they have to they have <laughs> to rate it PG. They have to rate it PG because their feet aren't over the line. I love it. I think this got seen by a lot of families oh, around yeah. Christmas time, and I think it's fun. It's pure fun. And it's exactly what I want in a Christmas movie, starting with Tim Allen. I'm sorry. It's just, you know, the premise of the pod, Star Vehicle, in terms of like, we love to just focus on Jamie, which I'm going to focus on her mostly. Yeah. But it's a Christmas star. Yeah. I love talking about shorthand. And Tim Allen for me is Christmas. That's it. He's right. He's the Santa Claus. Yeah, he definitely he definitely reminds you that this is a Christmas movie because there's yes. so many genres here. Mm-hmm. He and always reminds it. you that it's a Christmas movie. I think he did wonderfully. He did great. Congratulations, Lee, Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah, and if Jamie Lee Curtis is the other star. And if you would have told me that we would have done four Jamie Lee Curtis movies, I would have <laughs> said, this, you're, I said you're crazy. crazy. You're crazy, but this is our fourth Jamie Lee Curtis movie. Wait, why? We've done more Jamie Lee Curtis movies than Jennifer Lopez movies, but which is crazy to me. But I know, and we've centered her around our holiday picks for sure. So what does that say about Jamie? I guess she's like a real, she's Christmas a holiday clown. babe. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas clown. She's a Christmas clown and... She's a Halloween honey and a Christmas clown. <laughs> <laughs> she, I, I enjoyed her turn in this movie i thought she had some light comedy work that she really does she did it she helped nail it home and she has a very specific scream that she does in this movie she does she She does it in freaky friday everything with this (laughs) yeah i always really related to jamie lee curtis's scream because it's not like a high-pitched girly scream it's like a mom scream it's a mom scream. <laughs> it's a mom scream. Although this movie did make me wish, and I, I know, I know you just said that you're happy Tim Allen is in the movie, and I understand. But I wish that oh, or I what would have been Jamie. interesting is if instead of Tim Allen, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger, because it really felt like True Lies two. 
Christmas or like I mean, a prequel to True Lies where yeah. she doesn't where where she doesn't know yet that Arnold is a spy. This is basically the same character as Helen from I True like Lies. picturing the True Lies characters just aged up yeah. 20 years and like what are they up to now during Christmas? Well, their daughter's away it. in the Peace Corps. Blair Blair, leaving. does anyone join the Peace Corps anymore? Sorry to any Peace well, Corps heads. I don't I feel like it doesn't happen. And well, if they do join the Peace Corps, I don't think that the departure day is the day after Thanksgiving. I know that for a fact. Just go to the summary and then we can start going from there because I think we're get, we're going to start getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. We're going to get we're going to get confused. We run the risk nearly every episode of like getting ahead of ourselves. Okay. <laughs> okay. Christmas with the Cranks starring Jamie Lee Curtis and no one else. Right. Finally, alone for the holidays, Luther, played by Tim Allen, and Nora Crank, Jamie Lee Curtis, plan to askew the Christmas traditions and take a cruise in the Caribbean instead. This doesn't sit well with their Christmas-obsessed neighbor, Vic Frohmeyer, played by Dan Aykroyd, who is determined to win the annual Best Decorated Street competition. And the Cranks soon find themselves social outcasts because of their lack of Christmas spirit. Yeah. That's right. That's true. That's exactly what happens. This is fun. In the movie. I like this premise. Um, for better or worse, dad's at, dad's at Christmas, man, just gets me. <laughs> this really gets me. Yeah. The dad's at, the, the politics of being a dad at Christmas is definitely on display in the movie. Mm-hmm. And. We should have had a dad on today. Maybe my dad. Yeah. <laughs> should have interviewed yeah. him. <laughs> like, does this movie track for you? Do you. Yeah. How do you feel? It represents I mean, you. it's all, it, it really is Tim Allen making the decision and then kind of conning Jamie Lee Curtis into it. Yeah. Because the minute that she doesn't have to go along with his his charade anymore, she's like over it. Yes. Yeah, she drops everything. <laughs> she drops the whole thing and she tells him he's an idiot. I think it's cleverly done because it, it's a really fun premise for me because you know that they don't want to not skip or Jamie Lee Curtis's character does not want to skip Christmas so watching her struggle to not to to come to terms with it is pretty funny and yeah she never really buys into it no like every step of the way she's like come on please just put up frosty just put up a light just buy a calendar please and every step of the way we're supposed to believe that he's like no um we're skipping Christmas my money is more important blah 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 all of it is so pg it is all just so light because Tim (laughs) Allen is like He's like a happy dude. He's not like, um, I'm trying to think the short, I think if you put Dan Aykroyd as the lead, you're like, this is a mean asshole who likes money more than Christmas. <laughs> yeah. His character, I was glad that he was only in the movie for a little bit. Because oh yeah, I'm not just, a Dan Aykroyd girl. <laughs> I didn't enjoy his performance. I didn't think it was, it wasn't as fun as the other two. No, I thought he was not. too serious. Like from a... <laughs> Is it is it Chevy or Chevy Chase? I always get it wrong. But from like a Christmas vacation perspective too, like he is like the, the try hard dad. Yeah. Tim Allen is just like, he's like light. He's light. He's, he's light. And I do think that like starting with the first scene. Yes. I, th- I do think that he becomes our way in because – he rightfully so is criticizing his daughter for flying out the th- the Sunday after Thanksgiving to 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 join the Peace Corps. I agree with and him. He's right. He's, he's right. right. You shouldn't be flying. Just wait till the next day. Yes. She's like, 
Sunday after Thanksgiving. And, and she's like, I got to go. Although, although it was weird because they're commenting at how busy the airport is, but then she walks right up to security. There was no line. Yeah. She goes right up to the, the thing. And I, and I, in my mind, I go, yeah. oh, they parked because mom and dad are there. <laughs> Parking's expensive. Yeah. yeah. They paid for short term parking. They paid parking. for short term parking so Jamie Lee could go in and cry, which yeah. if I was a mom, maybe I would do the same, honestly. So. Yeah, but I also think like I would have been like, okay, you want to travel today, then you can take the bus to the airport. Get yourself like, there. Yeah. Get yourself there and enjoy it. <laughs> You're right. She because... goes right up to security, looks back. And she's gone. Bye, mommy. Bye, you daddy. Know, and she's she's leaving for an indefinite amount of time to, to join the Peace Corps. I don't know how long the tour of duty is, but... What's strange about the movie, and you forget this because they don't remind you of it because it doesn't make any sense, <laughs> but when she finally does come back, she's been gone for a, a month. month. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You would think that she was gone for, if after this scene, we get a title card year, like one, one year, year later. later. Like the time from when Blair leaves <laughs> till coming back, she leaves after Thanksgiving. So we can infer that's in the late 20s. Late 20s of, of November. November. Mm-hmm. And she comes back the 24th of December. That she does. <laughs> it's like she wasn't gone long enough. <laughs> well, okay. So they drop her off at the airport and they're driving home and we see a city skyline. And again, I had the same problem that I had with Four Christmases because I was like, what city are we in? I know. It was I Chicago, I didn't recognize right? it. It was Chicago. But I didn't recognize it from the skyline. I know. If it's not New York, I don't recognize it um, at all. Like, at no, all. no shot. <laughs> it, the, it took a while for me to realize the license plates are Illinois. So we that's oh. Skyline of Chicago, right? Now, this is a minor detail, but something that recurs throughout the film, their cars are filthy. Yeah. But everyone... Okay, but there are also scenes where... You see the other neighbors washing their cars in their driveways. Okay. Are they trying to communicate something about the cranks? Jamie Lee Curtis's car is also filthy, if you remember, when she does, she goes out that one day. But their cars are disgusting and their neighbors' cars are clean. And I was just wondering if they're trying to tell us something about these people (laughs) through their car maintenance. I don't know because all the other clues point to a real wholesome family, right or wrong. Yeah. I mean, their house is very wholesome. Mm-hmm. And she's very wholesome. But- I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis is in a Christmas sweater and she she won't go along with the charade unless he promises to do the charitable donations for the year. And yeah. she's reading to children in the hospital. Like, they've painted Jamie Lee's character as really, really wholesome. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was just a weird detail, but their cars are definitely disgusting and everyone else's cars in the neighborhood are clean. So I don't know what that says. Okay. So I don't know. Where should we like really dive in? I guess what's the, so the opening they're dropping her off. Jamie Lee's a wreck. It's cute. It's just cute. It's cute. But then they are driving home. It's raining. They go to that specialty food store, Chips. To get, I know it had such a weird chips, name. Chips to get white chocolate, white chocolate, which is pistachios. disgusting. But I guess Hate this this chocolate. goes to what you were just saying. Like they they are they are letting us know 
that she is a homely homemaker and he is a man she's of action. She's got the haircut. He's a man mean, of action. On. He's going to go and do the work and she's going to take care of the domestic duties. Yeah. And we get like our first bit of physical Tim Allen comedy, like the rain is like pouring and she's like, I need it. And he's got to go get it. And he gets like dumped on. Yeah. And we also meet, we meet this mysterious character, Marty. But we don't know it's Marty yet. But there's a Santa Claus standing outside holding oh, umbrellas. Yep. yep. You're going to need an umbrella. And he's like, no, no, no. And like Tim Allen is so not wrapped up in the spirit of Christmas that he no. like just... Just, I mean, it's the day. It's the Sunday after Thanksgiving. I get it. But he he refuses to buy the, the umbrella. And yes. there's this like weird Santa Claus character there. But you don't think anything of it because you don't think he's going to come back. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> You're like, this is a cameo. Okay, bye. <laughs> but, yeah, so he goes in, gets the stuff, comes back out. No, no white chocolate. No white chocolate because he forgot to ask Rex the butcher. For the white chocolate. I which thought that I was very funny. I like that line. <laughs> that is a real mom touch. I thought that was very good. My, my mom will be like, you didn't get this. And I'll be like, it wasn't there. She'll be like, well, did you ask, you know, like Joy back in Meats? And I'll be like, no. Why <laughs> would I do that? Did you ask the butcher? <laughs> He's like, no. I thought that was a really nice touch. She, They're painting her to be a homemaker in every scene when she has busy work to do, which I appreciate as an actor myself. Hey, oh. bragging. Um, she's knitting. She's... She's busying her hands. Busying her hands. And it's just, as an actor, it's really nice. It's nice to cling to some behavior. Yeah. You know? I think it's she, also like idle hands. What does it make devils work? Is that the expression? Idle hands. Yeah, just you don't want your hands idle. You want to be right. constantly in motion. Right. It's And yeah, she's yeah. a good mom. <laughs> she's a good mom. She's, she's a good mom. She's so busy doing things all the time. So, she is. She's busy doing things for her daughter, for her community, for the hospital. It's yeah. cute. That's right. Yeah. So and he get, is that where he gets the idea? Well, the next, the... I think he likes, he's like annoyed at spending money on uh, the white chocolate and whatever. Yep. And then the next day at work, he's crunching the numbers. He's really crunching furiously, the numbers. Doing personal work on work hours. Yeah. That's a no-no. But he. That's a no-no, but I'm here for it. Like He spends $6,000 on Christmas last year. And I just, I couldn't tell. If that was a lot of money or a little bit. Or of a little. I know. I was like about to call my dad. <laughs> so I was like, hey, I need some advice. I guess it's a lot. I guess it's a lot. No, no, if no. If you're it tallying is. your electric bill, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess like, okay, his daughter, his grown-up daughter, it's like, well, what are you getting her as a gift? Maybe you're just overindulging yeah. her. And she seemed to a be trip a little to the spoiled. Peace she seemed a little spoiled, so. I know. Whenever I hear a mommy and a daddy in a movie... <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're spoiled. <laughs> yeah, he's crunching the numbers and he goes home and presents an idea to Jamie Lee Curtis that they can save money this year by going on a 10-day cruise mm-hmm. instead. Yeah, it costs, it'll cost him half. Half the money. I really do want to see the itemized list with the 6000 because I'm just like, was this was last year the year you decided to rebuy all your decorations? Because right. then I'd buy it. Right, because the ornament repair, which he cites as being a real problematic line item, you know, are you getting the ornament repairs every year? or Do you know I thought I made that line up? I thought I was like, he didn't say that. No, <laughs> but did. I wrote down ornament repair. What does that even mean? Just he, buy new. He did say ornament repair. And okay. And they find out that they're going to be able to save money by going on a cruise. 
Yes. I wish that they sort of like true lies. I wish that they had tied it to a specific cruise line and like named named a, a, cruise a Disney line. cruise. A Disney cruise. Yeah, because each so one would really have its own in. shorthand. Yeah. Like if they were going on a, a carnival, carnival cruise, cruise versus different. a Norwegian versus a princess cruise, all of those say different things to me. So I would love to know. I would have loved to have known which carrier they were getting on. But I bet it was Carnival. If I had to put money on it, I bet it was a Carnival cruise. Not that there's anything uh, wrong yeah. with that, but... Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. To get... I mean, it just seemed really cheap to, to a 10-day cruise for that little amount of money. I know. I'd seen this movie before and still my stupid, dumb, dumb brain was like, can't wait to see this cruise. <laughs> like, I just... I couldn't wait to see if it was like a discount cruise or like if they get there and Jamie Lee is like, our room isn't good. Like, I just couldn't wait. And then I was that like, you idiot. That like, would a good they, movie. I would... They don't go on the cruise. <laughs> well, I think you do nail onto something here, which is that like vacations, wait. <laughs> vacations are exciting. And even when I hear about p- fictional characters going on vacation, I get excited. I perk up. I mean, who doesn't have fun on vacation? So it's like, well, actually mm. families usually don't. Families. Like, it, it almost never works out. But... I did I did have that rush of excitement where I was like, oh my god, we're gonna go on we're gonna go on vacation. Yeah. I was excited two, with these two these two clowns. I I just thought we were gonna get all the hijinks of like this movie, but on vacation. And then I was like, oh, then it's not gonna be really be the Christmas movie we wanted. No, no. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> no, 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 no. I literally have seen this before. I yeah. mean, over a decade ago, but still. Well, what I what I didn't remember is how they get out of the cruise. Like, I couldn't remember what that uh-huh. was, but I, well, now I know. But <laughs> very, very quickly thereafter, I was like, oh, okay. So then the whole movie is the neighborhood trying to pressure them into do Christmas. Yeah. And then they, they last the whole movie not doing Christmas until some sort of turn at the end where they adopt the spirit of Christmas. And I just couldn't, couldn't suss it out. Well, so we'll get, <laughs> I, I enjoyed the ride. Honestly, the best part of the movie is the section where which is what we're in now, where they're trying to avoid it. It's more fun than when the community mm-hmm. comes together. I can tell you that. But yeah, the next scene, we got two amazing guest stars. Caroline Ray. Love her. And I know. And Aunt from Sabrina. And former ex-con Felicity Huffman. <laughs> Which is insane. I didn't. I, I didn't know I recognized her face. But it's I didn't know crazy to me that Felicity Huffman is in this movie, which came out in two thousand and four. Because Desperate Housewives premiered in two thousand and four, so that means that she got this movie before Desperate Housewives. And okay, so this is when she was like, a, a no, no, I need a work." Nobody. Exactly. She's and like, what's, I'm, I'm looking. And what's weird about these two best friends is that they're in the movie for exactly two scenes, and. Yep. There's in the scene where the whole community comes together and all their friends are there, they're not there. They're not there. Isn't that yeah, weird? I, I was like, I was like, could they only book these two for like certain days? It was, re- I like, found it really strange that they weren't at the end of the movie when the community comes together. Yeah, you're right. I don't remember them. They're not there. I mean, the lady from the tanning salon is there, but oh, I know at the party at the which end, she right? does some amazing. I think the whole idea. Oh, I love her. She's the best character. She's the best minor character in the whole I'm movie. I'm looking for a band aid. <laughs> yeah, I loved her. Also, like blast from the past. Like I tanned. Oh. oh my god! One one time, our doctor told me and my siblings that we were low on vitamin D, so my mom bought us all a tanning package, and that is not a joke. 
<laughs> and then he's like, now you're high on radiation. So it was like 2008 and the doctor was like, oh, they're all a little low on vitamin D. Maybe get him a supplement. My mom marched us right down to the local tanning salon. <laughs> she was like, get a package. <laughs> I, like, oh, I can't. A nice and we were warm having... hug. From, I know, from and like we come home, and she's like, "Yeah, you look a lot healthier now." I'm like, oh. "Oh my god!" Like that time in my life was so wild. But I think what I was gonna say about the ending is, I think the idea is that no one can come to the last minute Christmas Eve party except the neighbors, right? Because Jamie Lee and Curtis, those two women were not the neighbors. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis does say none of our friends can come, so I guess that makes sense. It's yeah. just okay. I mean, Caroline Ray isn't isn't a nobody, and Felicity Huffman isn't, you know. That much She's of a, no- definitely, a nobody. Yeah, maybe at the time she was, but... Yeah, pre-Desperate Housewives, I'm sure they were like, whatever. Anyway. I'd love to be the casting director of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oof, too good. But yeah, so he makes the announcement that they can save money if they go on this cruise. Jamie Lee Curtis is like, well, you have to keep up with the charitable donations. He's like, no. Yeah. And then I liked this line later in the bedroom. He's like, I can't believe you're going to let $600 come between us and a cruise. And she goes, no, I can't believe you are. Oh, I'm saving that line for life. Which I loved. I was like, yes, give her some agency yet again. And he's like, fine. I I know the agency that I'm... she spends it all in this one scene. I know. The agency that I'm looking for is her like pushing for a donation or whatever. So he agrees. And I just love that she's reading a chicken soup for the soul book. Oh, chicken soup for the mother's soul. Yeah. She's she really She reads one it. story at night just to fill her fill herself up. Seriously, yeah. And um I was gonna I was gonna ask, did you read Chicken Soup for the Soul? No. I don't think okay. so. No. I can say I for feel a, like a for fact. a fact. Yeah. I think it was pushed to like little girls. Oh, for so, sure. Oh, so annoying. Every book fair, my mom would be like, get chicken soup for the teen soul. Here's your 20. Yeah. It w- I, I know there was a teen version. And I, yeah, I, know it I had preteen also. It chicken soup for the preteen soul. It always sold like hotcakes at the Scholastic Book Fair. It was I hot, know. It was hard to keep it on the shelf. It really was. And like they would push the hardcover first. So you had to pay <laughs> up. Yeah. You're going to want this. You're going to want this copy for, you're, you're going to need it your whole teen years. So you need to It's going to be gonna like last. your Bible. <laughs> Yeah, and then they would really push the mom version, the dad version, because like kids didn't know what to buy for their parents for yeah. Christmas. So it was that. Okay, so where do we go next? Well, I guess the first portion of the movie is really just different scenes of them running into resistance from different characters as yeah. they as they try to avoid Christmas. So the first scene, like we were just saying, is them. Or is Jamie Lee Curtis getting eye rolls from from Felicity Huffman and Caroline Ray? Yeah, the friends saying like, "What? You can't do that." Right, and then the, and then they get the news about the neighbor. What neighbor? They get the news that Mrs. Whatever or whatever has cancer for the third time. Oh, right, with the neighbor that it's Tim sad. Allen is feuding with, and that sets yeah. that into motion that his wife has cancer again. It's bad, mm-hmm. and. Also, we learn that oh, oh, we see the secretaries at Tim Allen's workplace. They they have a revolt when they find out they're they're pissed. not, not going to get a Christmas gift this year. Yeah, she's like, I got to go to Walmart to get perfume. Get my cheap perfume this year from Walmart. It was like, yeah. Oh. I was like, okay, people don't talk like this, but whatever, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, um, I think that the I, movie did really speak to this idea of like. You actually will have a lot of consequences if you skip Christmas. Like you actually can't do it. 
this is a cautionary tale. Yeah, do like not. if you do, if you skip Christmas, you will be like cast aside. Even yeah, you're though, a social outcast. Even though they do set this town up as if it's almost like M. Night Shyamalan's The Village where everyone's <laughs> the same and everyone has the same moral, like the moral compass is the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like you said, same religion. Same religion, same, same mm-hmm. everything. And they're all like, there's no one in this town who can even appreciate where they're coming from. Like <laughs> everyone is like disgusted with these two. I know. I know, because I feel like one general explanation later, everyone would be like, I get it. You're sad your daughter's not here. We understand, um, blah, blah, blah. And nope. Well, that was the <laughs> thing that I was like, okay, where these two went wrong is they went wrong with the with not being able to control the narrative. Because if they would have just said, Oh, our daughter Blair, who we who turns out we to be like so some much. saint in the neighborhood. Our daughter Blair <laughs> Actually, is is gone, and we're having a really hard time. And we would mm-hmm. really appreciate it if everyone just left us alone. I feel yeah. like that would have been better received. The problem is, is that they let the narrative get away from them. And, they did. They needed a PR person for certain. Yeah, and what we see is that there the journalism in the town is crazy because they go to a tanning salon one day to Love. get tanned before the cruise. Jamie the Curse has never heard of this concept. She's yeah, like, why you need a base I, tan. Why would I get tanned before the cruise? Isn't that something we do on the cruise? I was like, okay, I don't want to go. I would never want a vacation with this person. You- <laughs> Screenwriter was like, the audience is going to have questions, so we need someone to say this. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there are people who would wonder. I guess I just feel like in 2004, this is common practice. Maybe in in 2021, I can picture Gen Z being like, yeah, wait, what? Tanning salon? But like in 2004, you did that. But I remember, I do remember those. I mean, in 2004, it was so much easier to get your little behind into a tanning salon. They Mm -hmm. were in the mall. And in strip malls. They aren't now. I loved that. There's no Hollywood tans anymore. I mean, I guess there are. Ours was in the local strip mall right next to the grocery store. Yeah. And I remember in high school, I never went, but like the big deal was, I forget if it was 17 or... It was a deal. Well, you had to... It was to, like 25 for three or something. It was like a good deal. Yeah, but you had to be a certain age to buy the package without a parent. And it wasn't 18. It was either 16 or 17. Yeah, and it was like, like that. Mm-hmm. that was like something people did. It's like mm-hmm. they went yeah. without permission to go to the tanning salon. Yeah. And like it was something really tough to hide too. Because you would <laughs> you be getting tan. more and more tan. And people at school would be like, what's up? And you'd be like, oh. Because you wanted you wanted to be that tan always. And you didn't want people to like question what you were doing about it. Yeah. And most of the packages were, were like gotcha packages. Because it would also require you to like get a spray tan as well because they just wanted to like rip you off and gotcha the minute packages. you get the spray tan people are like oh my god like spray tan something. the thing with spray tans is you unfortunately and if you're if you're if you are holding your your groupon voucher to get a spray tan right now put it down you have to spend a lot of money to get a spray tan i'm sorry you need it to be airbrushed. You need it to be personalized. I had a Airbrush friend, all, her name will remain nameless. She went to get one. I'm telling you, when she came out of it, it looked like they threw dirt on her. Like it looked, she looked, 
she looked like she needed a bath. Well, there's like a technique to it. Like you have to leave it on. You have to bake it in there. You look crazy. But you, you look need, insane. But you need you need an individual person. Yeah, I've gotten I've gotten an airbrush before, the, and then like you look bad shit crazy, and you can't sweat the whole day. You have to wear loose fitting clothes, and then after a certain like overnight, you're allowed to shower, and then a lot of it comes off, and right. you don't look insane right, anymore. Right, right. But they but, go well. They they go the traditional route, which I can respect. Which is just I can the, respect it, and the, I love this scene. The regular bed, but was really funny is when they get to the tanning salon. There is a woman who works there who is honestly my favorite character in best the movie. character. She was so incredible. She Where did they find her? <laughs> phenomenal work. I have to go look her up. She's got like the tan line, the eye tan lines. Yeah. And she's giving the best delivery. Oh, I've Before heard. they walk in, Tim Allen's like, "Don't look at her eyes." <laughs> it was perfect. It was I really funny. It. And like, when she looks at them, she's like, "You look like a corpse." <laughs> to Jamie Lee Curtis. It's too good. That was some really good comedy. I mean, we have great pratfalls. We have the rain. We have the carolers like pounding on their door, like Carol yeah. with us, and then. Watching Jamie Lee have to go through with the tan. And then she's in the bikini. She goes, this should be illegal. So brave. So brave. But she... I loved it. I loved it. Her tanning session was interrupted. She gets a cut on her head as she smacks her head against the bed. And she goes out into the lobby and asks this woman for, for a, a band-aid. Band Just as. Just as the local priest is rounding the corner. Yep. And a... A mob ensues on that that floor in the mall. And I know, and all... I would die. I would <laughs> run out of there. I would run back to my little room, be like, I don't care about my bloody head. Put my clothes on. Yeah, and she's holding a little towel trying to cover herself up. But this is where we see that not only do the lay people have hate for their choices, now the clergy is taking a stand. <laughs> Because he's like... This is the religious element of the movie. He's like, no. He's like, you're wrong for what you're doing. He doesn't say that, but he communicates it with a, with his look. I mean, he looked straight at her, her her chest, and I was like... Well, he was also he was also taking a look, and that was also uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, I was like, is this one of those movies where we out the priest? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, the priest was behaving inappropriately, but... But we learn that that doesn't matter because he has God on his side and they're behaving even worse because they're skipping yeah. Christmas. I was kind of having a hard time what the movie wanted me to think about the tanning. Like I, it, we were supposed to think it was embarrassing at the very least. But I was like, are they putting like a moral judgment on her for doing this? Like to have the priest show up and like the mob scene ensue. I'm just like, well, they want was, you to say this is bad. It seemed I don't like know. not just that, but they were they were commenting also like a moral standard about like her body like it wasn't yeah. like he was looking at her well he was looking at her in a sexualized nature but it was like that classic argument of like it's her fault for presenting herself like that like he couldn't yeah. resist it he couldn't resist looking yeah classic early 2000s like watch what you wear because out. in a previous scene tim allen gives jamie lee curtis this bikini which could have been like which should have been an empowering scene of like, you can wear this and we're going to wear it on the cruise. Cause like, who cares? You're on vacation. But yeah. in the back of the bar, if you look, you can see the other patrons are looking at her. Like, like she's like, Oh my God, this older woman going to yeah. wear a bikini. Like, mm -hmm. is she insane? 
And I think that's what makes me psyched that Jamie Lee Curtis, the actress, not only put on that bikini, she put it on in her current form and owned it. And she does make a very early 2000s comment of this should be illegal as she's looking at herself in the mirror. <laughs> but like, I just like that, that, that I, I like she got it on. Like I'm psyched I, that, I appreciate it, like, she that she got she it put on. it on. And if she didn't yeah. want to wear it, that's fine. That's fine but, too. But that's it was fine just too. like, you're right. The pre-scene is weird because he should, like, we should be looking at him like he's gross for staring at her. I know. Or the, he should be, he should leave. He should remove himself. He should, right. He should see himself out. But like what the movie yeah. wants you to think is that it's her fault because she's yeah, wearing a bikini. for doing it. Yeah. And wearing the bikini. And, and then, I know I was confused, but it, and then not only that, though, but we find out in the next scene that a roving reporter was there who photographed them, and it's in the local paper. That was next level. The next day, this the front grab page. of the paper. And okay, so Tim Allen does come out. And this is like skimpy. Salem, like the way that they're treating these people. Witch hunt. It's a witch, witch hunt. hunt. I was so thankful Tim Allen came out of the back at right at the nick of time to save Jamie Lee, and he's in his speedo. And I just yeah. appreciated that level of matching his wife. Like, they yes. could have had him in swim trunks, and they didn't. Right. Or they just wouldn't even have brought him in at all. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that it was equal opportunity to show that they were equal both. Equal opportunity. They were Not both, nudity, but. They were both participating. But yeah. that was fun. I, 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 liked, I liked that they were both caught. Yeah, I just like the so teamwork. <laughs> sure, the tropes are written where Jamie's homemaker and dad is like, the, the outdoorsy guy who does all the outside stuff. But yeah. like, I just enjoy the teamwork of this movie so much more than something like Four Christmases where it's like Vince Vaughn is like steamrolling scenes. Well, okay, that's a really good point because this movie works actually a lot better than Four Christmases despite having a 5% Rotten Tomatoes review <laughs> because I think that Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis, their sense of humor is more closely aligned. Yes, it really does match. They're and both these like family it was much funnier. comedians. I thought it was much yes. funnier than Four Christmases. Like, oh my god, so much funnier because you can just buy them as these like gif- buffoons or whatever. Like, yeah, these Christmas it was very buffoons. light comedy. And like again, like we're not doing this these scenes in order because it's this whole section is literally just scene after scene. But there's the first forty five no- minutes is like the neighborhood pressure se- scenes. Yeah, if not longer because the movie's only like an hour and a half. So it's like yeah. the thank God. And then in one of the other scenes, I appreciated was that. They go to a lunch <laughs> and oh yeah, it this cuts one. to Jamie Lee Curtis's face, normal. And then it cuts to Tim Allen's face and his eyebrows are like up to his forehead and he has gotten Botox. And makeup artists, 10 out of 10 on this movie. It's really funny because he's trying to eat, but none of the food can stay in his mouth. <laughs> I was I was wondering how you were gonna feel about that because it was like a lot of gross like chewy chewing noises well, and mouth open stuff. I mean, but... it was funny because I I mean like the scene where he tries to just sip water and it spills out. I legitimately funny. laughed out loud. But funny. I think it actually speaks to what you were just talking about, which is that the easy route would have been to have Jamie Lee Curtis get the Botox, right? Yeah. Like that's what you would expect is for her to feel pressured. Or even worse, like this is something Vince Vaughn would do, like give her uh, an appointment to get Botox. Like, yeah. But no. I'm treating he, you, sweetie. He went out and got it on his own without telling yeah. anyone. And that to me was, I, I enjoyed that choice. I loved it. It brings me it brings me back to Dad's on Christmas, What Gives. Also, 
is um is this a midlife crisis movie do we have to add a genre Oh, for sure. Yeah, because he actually, I think he actually is going through a severe crisis because we also learn, we also learn from the mean neighbor that Tim Allen has been working at this firm and I, we can, it doesn't matter. It could be a bank law. It doesn't matter. We don't really know. But Mm -hmm. his neighbor says to him, you've been working there 30 years and they haven't made you partner. (laughs) And I was like, in that scene, Uh, I learned everything. It's like, he actually, like, he actually might not be good at his job and he might be <laughs> mediocre. Yeah. Like I think he's mediocre and yeah, it's almost good... like he doesn't have any accomplishments. It just, it's just like, they're so comfortable. They're so middle of the road. They're so just, they're not pushing the envelope in any way. There's no like crazy ambition. No, their cars are end. filthy. Their the cars house... are disgusting. <laughs> but also like their house. They're really modest too. The their cars house are super modest. is, is, wonderful yeah but it's also a house it's not aspirational like i don't look at their home and say oh god i hope one day to live like this isn't the McAllisters no in home alone also chicago suburbs but that's a different so so i think it's a chris columbus thing chris columbus wrote this movie and chris columbus I don't know if he wrote home alone but i'm almost certain he directed home alone he was he had his he had an involvement there so I think this is Chris Columbus taking a stab at Christmas again. Yeah. Just seeing, can we make it happen again? And it's very national. It's not National Lampoon. Or it is. Christmas Vacation with Chevy yeah. Chase. It's Dad on Christmas. What will he go through to make it perfect? And this is the anti-that for the first 45 minutes. It's yeah. what will he go through to not make Christmas happen? So, I mean, fun way to turn the genre on its head. I did also um, really enjoy the caroler scene. Oh my god, yeah, the caroling, they just don't let up. They don't. So these carolers come by in a in a car. Like this this honestly felt like the handmaid's tale. They had women <laughs> in a van that they drive around from neighborhood to neighborhood and then they I know, unload in them. old-timey garb. <laughs> yeah. They unload them to sing. And Yeah, she's like, "What's up with that house? Are, <laughs> are they, they Jewish?" Jewish? <laughs> that's and one of the most honest statements in the whole movie though yeah truly wondering they, if you're gonna not light up but then i wonder what her next action would have been because it's like if she would have found out they were jewish would she have driven <laughs> or would she have doubled down and been like let's go and sing, she turns to the back sing seat, at get them the, get the book yeah and she just brings out a bible <laughs> yeah we're gonna ladies we have to put in double time now but yeah they so they out. carol they it's get out cute. and sing and i did love this this debate that Jamie Lee Curtis arises is is the classic question: Are carolers trespassers? Trespassing. <laughs> He's like they're trespassing, and she's like they're not. They're caroling, and she wants to enjoy it. I did think I was like, well, they are there. Maybe it is trespassing, especially because they don't stop. They don't stop, and they do get really close to their windows. And I thought, did they? I think they showed up around back. Yeah, they, they that's trespassing. <laughs> They go around back, so I think the there's a case. Fine. There's a case to be made that there might be. Um, yeah, Tim Allen's not off. He's not far off. Or Luther, what's his name? Luther. Luther. What a weird name. Which is a very like devil's. That's the devil's name. That seems like devil, and I think that that was on purpose. He's the one that's like bringing her down, and she's trying to be Christmas. That's right. Because every step of the way, she's like, "Why don't we just put up the frosty? Come on." Now the I love this neighborhood thing, the tradition. <laughs> tradition is that they have to mount these eight foot tall plus snowmen on their roofs. I know. I'm like, it's this is mandatory. It's mandatory. 
Yeah, I would be like, I'm bowing out it of that one. It seems so dangerous. It seemed real dangerous. And then when he does, spoiler alert, put it up, mm-hmm. it looks like the first time he's ever tried. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> like, he's done it shouldn't before. Shouldn't you be good at this? I don't think he's done it before. So. <laughs> I'm like, you should, in theory, you've done this for the last 23 years. That's how long your daughter has been alive. That's right. And, what? and Why are we struggling like to put up Frosty? <laughs> he had never attempted this task before. Yeah. But but we're still in Christmas land. I think the only other thing I want to mention is the police officers do come by and ask them to buy a calendar. This bizarre they, calendar. This bizarre calendar. They buy one every year. But that sets in motion. They've pissed off the local policemen. And <laughs> let me just say this, though. This is this reminded me that we were in 2004. Because the treatment of the police in this movie is still yeah, that era of like, Police are heroes in your neighborhood. Police are friends. Yeah. They're heroes. It, it, they're in uniform, so I can only assume they're on the clock. Oh, for they're sure. They're selling calendars on the clock. Yeah. I'm also super confused. Like, it seemed like a calendar bought you immunity for 365 days. Yeah, it felt very medieval in this sense. Like, it was very much like you need to you need to tie like your Capone's way to Chicago right like either you're in or you're out so do you you're want in it, with the police or you're out so do you pick. want it or no and the calendar was only 20 bucks it looked like so it seemed like a pretty good deal for year-long protection or at least immunity from 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 prosecution yeah. so because mm-hmm, these are some tough cops these are some tough cops <laughs> They're they're not at all, but again, like he refuses to buy the calendar, he refuses to buy a tree from the local Boy Scouts, he refuses to put up Frosty, and mm-hmm. lo and behold, we find out that it's Ring 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 Christmas Eve all of a sudden. Yes. <laughs> and they're packing furiously. Yes. And his best Hawaiian number. What's funny though is that Jamie Lee Curtis now is a little bit more on his side, but it's not because she wants to go on the cruise. It's because she's succumbing to the societal like shame. Like she's been shamed into yeah. submission. <laughs> Every step of the way, she's at she's basically begging him to just concede on this one front. Yeah. Please just buy a calendar. Please just put up Frosty. Please, please, please. Also, I I they did a great job with her character. She's knitting, like I said, she's the perfect mom. She's homemaker to the point where she wants to enjoy the caroling. And he's like, no, you can't enjoy it. Yeah. Turn it like, look away. Look away. So it's cute. And then, yeah, they're furiously packing. And I I did want to mention this, okay? If the movie starts the Sunday after Thanksgiving. That's right. My mom's got all her shopping done by then. Like Christmas. Okay. (laughs) And the decorations are up. Yeah. (laughs) So him wanting to cancel Christmas at that point, I was like, The uh, the wheels are in motion. I think these characters already have got it on lock. Like last year, we decorated (laughs) our apartment Thanksgiving Day because I needed to be ready the morning after Thanksgiving. My dad does his big light reveal on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I know a lot of people that do big lights, they usually have it set turned on after Thanksgiving. So when you're driving home from Thanksgiving dinner, you get Mm -hmm. to see everyone's super cute Christmas lights. Yeah, my dad's been on the roof for four weeks now. Yeah. (laughs) And that's not an exaggeration. You can see it on YouTube. Yeah, I know. Um, You guys do a really great job. I mean, my dad does Your dad does the work. (laughs) Seriously. And like, that's what brings me back to dads on Christmas. I'm just like, what is this pressure 
to be the best house. I don't know. Yeah, you he know loves what's, it. He what's loves weird it. too in the, in the neighborhood is that there are no females, no wives in the neighborhood that have like any speaking roles. Like they don't have a say in Christmas. It's all like mm-hmm. the male dads in the neighborhood that are running the show. Yeah. Like he's the one pissing off all the dads in town. Yeah. I guess the women might be silently judging, but we have to assume. We don't like hear you from see them. their wives, but they don't have they don't have anything to say. Yeah. I guess they know better. <laughs> 2004. That's <laughs> what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's like 2004. It's like even when these two are sharing billing, mm-hmm. it's not equal. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> it won't be equal for a while. It probably still isn't. No. But anyway, they're packing. They finally yeah, get to leave. The turn. They finally get to leave. The, they're getting prank call after prank call, shaming them for not putting up their frosty. And then finally, unexpectedly... Blair calls. Blair. Yep. And Jeez. I felt for Tim Allen. I was, I felt for him in this moment. His, yeah. I would, I would be disappointed too. I mean, if you're, if you're at the stage of where you're packing, oh my, you've, your, your mind is already on the islands. Well, also like, it's not cute to surprise someone that you're coming home for Don't Christmas like. the day Don't of. enjoy. And like, what shift is she skipping in the Peace Corps to come home? Like I know, for 10 days. For 10 days. After you've been away for only one month. For a month. And she got a boyfriend. But I guess she had the boyfriend already a in college. Oh my God, I know. You're right. She knew, she knew Enrique before. Since college. Since college. Now they're engaged. And... Really put the pedal to the metal on the timeline. Here's but the thing. I, appreciate I don't think that. Blair's going back. How about that? I think Blair <laughs> found what she wanted, and now she's coming home. Okay, I think let's that call too. it what it is. Blair is no longer a Peace Corps member. The sequel to this movie is the very next day after Christmas, where she's like, "We're moving back." Yeah, <laughs> and I actually think that Tim Allen had a really good idea. He was like, "Okay, our cruise—we don't leave until midday Christmas Day. Let's celebrate with her, and then yeah, they then can, go, and then go." I was like, "Oh my!" I God. was hoping. They did I was that. Like, again, you just if if she had been gone for ten years, then yes, you have to stay. drop everything. But yeah, I think twenty four hours with them, and then you'll see them in ten days. That to me doesn't feel inappropriate. No, yeah, they should have went. So the moral of the story is they should have went on the cruise. I think they should have went on the cruise. <laughs> I agree. I do. I agree with you. So okay, she calls Christmas Eve. They've got an afternoon to put together the perfect Christmas. She's like, I'm in Miami for I'm Blair. Flying to. Chicago no she's flying to Toronto and then she's flying to Chicago and then she'll be home by she'll be there at 8 p.m. 8 so they've got like a hard deadline for 8 it's the afternoon yeah (laughs) and they go absolutely insane yeah to make Christmas happen and I'm just like tell Blair you didn't do anything I again this is where sit I sit on the couch, wait for her. <laughs> this is where I really learned I was like, they messed something went wrong with the way that they raised this child because her <laughs> expectations were insane. She was like, Oh, and the, this, let the me guess pie. you're having your same usual party, and let me guess you're making XYZ. I would have been like, actually, we're not. Actually, I know we're we're, make, we're making fun of the movie, but I guess I did want to mention. I guess it's parody, right? Yeah, I this, mean, yeah. 
the, we're in parody land where like they're going to get pressure from every angle to participate in Christmas. And then right when they've made the decision, we're not. Daughter is going to be like, I'm coming home. Aren't you so excited? And then na- literally laundry list of all the things she can't wait for. Yeah. And then turns, I can see it in my mind's everything. eye. Yeah, and I can see it in my mind's eye, these reaction shots of their horrified faces as they don't have the pie, they don't have the ham, they don't have the tree, they don't have Frosty. And she's like, Enrique's never experienced an American Christmas. I bet you've got this. Cut to, we don't. We don't have it. So it's very PG hijinks. That's right. And again, it's really hitting at home that like, you cannot escape this Christian holiday. Oh, you cannot. Oh my God, I feel like this, like... And if you Anyone do, not you, will, Christian? you will wait until the last minute and then we'll double screw you over because you're going to have to put it together in record time. I feel like anyone who doesn't celebrate Christmas and watches this movie, they may be like, yeah, that's actually what Christmas feels like to me. It's I like, bet. I bet if you're on just, the sidelines, it really feels like this. Yeah. And they're like, you're not, you're not putting up a tree. What's wrong with you? And you could be like, I'm Jewish. And they're like, so? Yeah. Like I can just see the Christians really not understanding coming from one of them. <laughs> it's a lot, but they, Jamie Lee Curtis <sighs> is excited. She's, she's instantly, she's instantly converted. She like looks yeah. at, at she kind of got what she wanted. This she whole looks movie. at Tim and she's like, you're an idiot. And <laughs> yes, I can't believe idiot. you thought that was a good idea. Now go do X, Y, Z. Yeah. And this part and did lo- make me I laugh. I love this the, section. The, the, the line where she, she goes, I'm going to the market. I'm going to get the ham. She's like, how long will it take you to put up Frosty? And Tanel goes, three days. And she goes, great. So after that, I need you to. <laughs> He's not listening. I'm obsessed. Married couple. I loved this section. I was calling it um, in my notes, man versus tree, woman versus ham. Oh, my God. The ham the section, section was really good. I loved it. I loved it. Okay, are they putting the woman in the grocery store? Yeah. Absolutely. But like, you know, Tim That's Allen where all the women are. There were so That's many women, the women there. Are. The whole town's women. <laughs> we're at the supermarket. That's the only place they're allowed to speak, like the handmaids. They yeah, go it's with very a partner. When they were running down the aisle, it did. It looked like how they make them shop in The Handmaid's Tale, where it's like with it a partner. It was like <laughs> a shot recreate. Like it was that fluorescent lighting, all yes. the products on the shelves. Yes. Um, But yeah, right away, Jamie Lee does make a run for it for that last ham. Doesn't get it. I did. I love this scene because it really let her shine on her own. And she. Yes. Without Tim there. Without Tim there. So like her physical comedy of her running down the aisles to get this again, like something's wrong with this child. Like the only thing she likes is like this prepackaged ham. Like that's. She's really picky eater. She's just ham. She's like a trash person. Um, <laughs> and then this did make me laugh again where Jamie the Curse is like walking out empty handed. And then she sees one of the hams on the conveyor belt, the belt. Yeah. And she, <laughs> she does her scream again as she sees it. Yes. And then she buys, it off, she buys it off of them. And she's like, it's never too late to start, to start saving for college. For, for college. <laughs> I, I wanted, I wanted to know how much. Oh my God. I really did want them to stay with that scene and tell me how much did she shell out for that ham? I'm thinking over a thousand. Oh. <laughs> no, like that's what I'm saying. I think it the way that they're painting this town. Yeah. That was a priceless commodity. So I hope that woman got a thousand. Yeah. But I'm just like, I want to know. I would like but to know. She she does leave with it in hand, which was kind of surprising. I was like, oh my God, okay, she got it. But then it's crazy town. But then you know, but then she trips or falls or whatever. And it Great Pratt Falls. Great Pratt Falls. Run over by a truck. 
yeah, there were some really good falls from Jamie in this movie. The other one where Tim Allen is trying to do anti, not only is he not doing Christmas and skipping it, he's trying to do anti-Christmas where he ices up his, their front lawn, oh, yeah. their front good. yard, and then Jamie slips on that. Ooh. And then <laughs> and then she goes right into frame. Yeah. And then um, we see the icicle cat, which is where you, you got the supernatural ma- magical element from, I think. <laughs> Somehow the cat is frozen. But blinking. But blinking. <laughs> and then survives. So. Yeah. Walks away. That was wonderful. Um, yeah. I don't know. Back in the parking lot. Ham. Ham. Flies out of her hands. Run over by a truck. Run over by a Loved truck. It. Frustrating beyond belief. Um, oh, and she has and to go back in her. and she has to get smoked trout. <laughs> smoked trout. Never had. Never had. But I think Italians do eat fish on Christmas Eve. They do. So I think that would make sense. They do. I just was sort this ham, just honestly, like the whole container of it looked disgusting. I'm like, I think your ham should be fresher than that. Well, it's like, how hard is it to make a ham? Like it, <laughs> like to okay, cook so my, a ham. My I mom no gets idea. a ham every year, very much in the vein of this Jamie Lee character. Cause no one, no one cares about it. No all. one likes ham. It's for Thanksgiving. My mom gets it. But, um, Ham is pre-cooked. Right. It's literally already cooked, and it's like, we get the one that's like wrapped in plastic, you like heat, which can't- You heat and eat. Yeah, heat and eat. My mom, uh, my mom every you year, like she makes- You drizzle such, the little syrup on top. That's that's what I was just going to say. That's every where the year money on is. Thanksgiving, that's the money shot. Every year on Thanksgiving, <laughs> gross. Every year on Thanksgiving, my mom makes a big show of the glaze. Gotta yeah. get out the glaze, gotta get the glaze, 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 as if she made it from scratch. She made no, the ham from scratch. it comes in the package with it. Yeah, it's in plastic. <laughs> and my mom's like, gotta prep the glaze, 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 glaze. I'm like, you mean you have to cut it open? Yeah. <laughs> or does she gotta warm, base the ham? Or does she warm? I love when people like go the extra <laughs> step with that glaze, which is when they like they like heat it they, in a pot. They heat it in the pot in the bag when it like boils in the water and like bounces around in those cancer bags. It's it like can't be good. It can't be good. Can't be good. It can't be good. But um, but I, it, this movie it's a movie about tradition, and the tradition is. Honey baked ham in a can. In a How can. do you open that? How do you open that? Does I don't it have like know. a pull tab? It must tab? be a big pull tab. But that, just that's imagine okay. like the lick. Anyway, the ham is not there. She I comes home. I ham now. She, oh my God, I am kind of hungry. But she comes home <laughs> and she's like, okay, I failed on that. He couldn't get a tree. And they realize that they're going to need some help. Yes. And... They've, they've got to call the people that they've been alienating the whole movie. The whole thing. But like good Christians, they forgive. Mm, but they only because they get to decorate their house for Christmas. <laughs> they're, they're, the pain of the nonconformity hurts the neighborhood so much that they're able to put aside personal vendettas yeah. to just get that house lit. Because they they're also so have happy. a vested interest in it because they're yes. not doing well in the neighborhood decoration competition. So they came in fourth this year. I was going to say, did I black out with this competition element or could I have used more? I could have used no. more. Um... They they forgot to set it up. They forgot to tell us that there was a competition. They didn't set it up. All that they did was they told us that they got fourth place. So like we never knew. Yeah the stakes of like why it was so bad that Tim Allen wouldn't put right because the whole movie they're constantly berating him to put the frosty up 
but mm-hmm. we don't know that it's because there's going to be a judgment. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, didn't you want to see two judges, two super Christmassy judges yeah. coming through the, that neighborhood and with a clipboard and then get to Tim Allen's house and go. Like, I would have paid money to see the the lead caroler and the tan mom to drive around in a van and give the, neighbor, the, judges. Give the neighborhood a score. I wanted to see the judges come by like a rule of threes three times. Yeah. Each time put an put an X over the crank house. Like, nope. Yeah, this neighborhood. And then on that third time, yeah. I want to see them succumb to the Christmas of it all. Yeah, like they do a last check on Christmas Eve. It's like yeah. did, is is there anything new? And it's like, oh, you guys get yeah. first place. They're like, oh, they they could be driving in the car, and the tan lady's like, I heard Vic Frohmeyer put up a new installation. Let's go. And then they go and they check it out, and then it's and then the crank house is lit, yeah. and it's like the spirit of Christmas lives on. Right. Love that. Love that <laughs> twist. It. But um, anyway, the neighborhood comes together. They shame them once more because they make them stand in a circle, and then the the head guy Vic is like. Let's let's forgive or not forgive. Let's forget these two and let's do it for Blair. Yes, and that's where we hear like didn't all of Blair, her accomplishments. All of her accomplishments. Didn't she babysit your kids when they were young? This is for Blair, which it is. It is because mom and dad do not need to be doing this for themselves. Yeah, it's for Blair. It's, I just and, I, um, Blair had not done enough for me to warrant this amount of. You know, maybe that was the shorthand of Peace Corps. Maybe we were supposed to just go, this is a great lady. And I think in 2004, it was. It was. It, it was, was like, like, wow, wow look what at a this stand-up self, citizen. Look at this selfless woman. She is I, Yeah, I hate to be terrible. This is terrible. Okay. This is a terrible thought. I hate to be terrible. I think in 2021, yeah. we're this like- is that, This is this year. Did you see, did you read that article, Bad Art Friend? No, I didn't read it. When it hit the hit the Times? No, there was too much discourse around it. I had to block it out. Basically, it was just like, I feel like the Peace Corps now could be construed as a, sh- as a bit of a show. Yeah. It's like, what's wrong with you that you need to tell everyone that you're going to the Peace Corps? I, I don't think this is true. <laughs> I think that the connotations around Peace Corps now might be that, that you're looking for attention. Um, for sure. I think And in two thousand four it might have been more selfless. I don't know. I don't I think know. I'm pres- speaking I out think of in the term. movie it presents it, it it wants you to believe that she's a selfless person. That's the shorthand. But of what that. okay but what the movie does is it suggests that she's taking a vacation from the Peace Corps. Now that she's yes, found a days. doctor to marry. So it's like Enrique. Enrique. So anyway, Blair's coming home, the neighborhood springs to action. Mm-hmm. They get it done. They get it done. and Tim I, Allen almost gets arrested, though. He almost gets arrested. And stealing the tree. Stealing the tree from the neighbor's <laughs> house. But and the police are not on his side. Right. Luckily, the, the little kid, Spike, is able to say that they have the keys. They let him go. Um, I did enjoy watching the neighbors, you know, decorate really quickly and putting the lights up. I enjoyed that because it was just like Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. It was nonstop Christmas. Christmas. And there was like Christmas music playing. It was really fun. One after the other. Loved it. And then they, Blair's getting in early. So then they have to send the police officers to go pick her up. And this scene I don't think made a lot of sense. Because when <laughs> Blair gets off the plane, she's looking for her parents who aren't there. But the police officers are there with signs. And they've spelled Enrique's name inappropriately. <laughs> 
and, and Ricky. period Ricky. <laughs> and what's weird is that, and I don't know why yeah. they didn't think of this. The police officers don't know what Blair looks like, despite the fact that we are led to believe that she's this pillar of the community that like everyone knows and loves. She's locked it down (laughs) for 23 years in the community. And like these police officers who have been to Tim Allen's house year after year because they they say that, they have no idea what Blair looks like. They're like, are you Blair? Yeah. (laughs) Did you did you glean that just from them asking, are you Blair? Yeah. Because I'm I'm just like, oh, they must. I I don't know if I really looked into it. Unless they were being professional. (laughs) Gotta pretend. Gotta play hard to get. I just know Blair goes, a police escort? (laughs) My dad must have been pretty generous with his donations this year. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, girl, be quiet. Like, (laughs) And then everyone in the audience, like at the theater in 2004, is supposed to be like, you you don't even know. Blair, Blair doesn't know. Blair doesn't know that they didn't do Christmas this year. Yeah, so she makes it home. Everyone has come together. We've got the ham. We've got the tree yeah, up. The carolers. After... Everyone from the movie is at the party, except yeah, for the... Caroline Ray and Felicity Huffman. And except for mom's the two only best two friends. Who don't make it to the party. <laughs> and arguably, they're more of like a name than most people. I mean, Dan Aykroyd, I guess, has a name. But like the tan but... mom lady and the caroler lady. They're not like yeah. They're not they're name not talent. Recognizable. Yeah, that's not. Uh, yeah. If I was they're, Caroline they, Ray, I would have been like, I want to be in that scene. I'm I would here write for the myself movie. in. I want to be in the big finale scene. That's insane I know. to me. Yeah, and this finale it is because it looks like so magical, so much fun. And when Tim Allen is looking through the window at how much fun they're having, I wished I was in that room. I did almost get emotional when Tim Allen steps out of the party and he looks in the window and you just see the Christmas magic. Yeah, and everyone's laughing and touching. Like that's what I want in a Christmas movie, not for Christmases. This is what I want in a Christmas movie. Take notes, everyone. Well, before he steps out, Jamie Lee Curtis gives a toast and she thanks yeah. everyone for yes. their help. It's really beautiful. Um, and then Tim Allen says, everything she said, double. And he says, ditto. ditto. Ditto, double. Double, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad. And she's like, are you kidding me? Midlife crisis movie. Midlife crisis, but also, again, the shame of the community. She knows the consequences. The neighborhood is going to be a buzz. Like, this guy couldn't say thank you. Yeah. So instead, yeah, of, apolo- instead of apologizing, he just shifts his, his good deeds into a different action. Yeah. And, He's going to show, don't tell. Right. So he goes to the neighbors across the street. And I found this scene really touching. <laughs> it was really touching. It was played straight for, for no... They didn't undercut it with mostly any comedy or anything. It was like played for emotion. Yeah, it was. Appreciated. He ends up giving the cruise to the neighbors who are sick. Mm-hmm. Um, Her thanks, it, at the, that hug, it's like so real to me. It's she so was, genuine. She was acting. Acting. She had like mm-hmm. the mouth quivers and everything. Like she was yeah. delivering in the scene. I liked it. And I think. I did look up, this was that man, her husband's, that was that older man's, this was his last movie before he passed. What a way to go out. What a <laughs> way. Know. Wow. Oh. And Christmas with the cranks. Yeah. So Jamie Lee Curtis hears about, hears about what Tim Allen did. She forgives mm-hmm. 
and ties up in a really nice Christmassy bow, ties up. driving the message home that it really is about like community and the spirit of Christmas. As much as you want to get away from it, yeah, you, you might as well just you can't you can't escape. You can't escape it. <laughs> it's impossible. But and again, okay, so this is where it becomes weird. Is that at the very end, there's this character Marty who no one knows who he is in the town. Yeah. We and met, she's invited him. She's invited him because she runs into him at a liquor store and he goes, mm-hmm. oh, whatever her name is. Jamie Lee Curtis, how are you? And she goes, how's Blair? Nora. Nora. And she's like looking at him like, how do you know my name? True. And, yeah. and we're wondering the same. And he keeps popping up at the party. He brings a ham mysteriously. He mm-hmm. don't know how he got one. Oh, we totally skipped the fact that the police officers, while they're driving Blair home, pick up a felon. Who, oh, we did skip that. Whatever we did, he, they pick up a felon who comes to the party, robs the the home. I know Spike lets him out. Spike lets him into the house. Yeah, in a, this again was that Chris Columbus element. I'm like, we can't have Christmas without crime. Yeah, I was like, why do we need a crime subplot? But there's <laughs> always got to be like a burglar. Yeah, there's like a burglar who he. So anyway, the burglar is burglarizing the home, and on his yeah. way out, the Marty character, dressed up as Santa, <laughs> yep. smacks him with an umbrella <laughs> and saves the day. Yep, and, he's and sort we're of, supposed to remember right. way well, back back in Now the that he's dressed up, we're like, oh, you were the Santa from the beginning. But that doesn't actually clear up anything because <laughs> it doesn't, it's not like, it's still like, what? You're, you're a mall Santa. How would you still know who my family is? (laughs) I know. I know. When, I guess that's the magical element of this movie. Okay. But then he gets into, he's like, oh, well, you should have brought an umbrella or something like that. And then, ding, ding, ding. And then Tim Allen is like, oh, you, you have to go work tonight. Like you have to go sell umbrellas. Like, isn't it, isn't it like a, a bad night to work or something like that? And Marty, like Santa's always got to work. Marty's like, well, at, funny enough, this is the my busiest night of the year. And I was like, my heart's like, 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 oh my God, he is He's Santa. Santa. Then he gets into a, a Volkswagen Beetle, an old one, and Loved drives away. Snow is coming down. And as the camera pulls back from all the houses, we see reindeer, which is with Santa sleigh but instead of a sleigh it's Marty's Volkswagen Beetle (laughs) and that's how the movie ends I know I know I know it's is he Santa he yeah yes okay that's Santa yeah or is he or as I wrote is Marty a Santa or is he simply a loon because it was like what when we first see Marty, not first see Marty, but when she's inviting him in the liquor store and then like the scene cuts away, I literally wrote in my notes, did she just invite a homeless man <laughs> well, to Christmas? Is like, this she, her charitable side coming out? Yeah, because no one, what I thought. no one in the town has ever met this person before. Like no I one know. knows who he is. Despite it being a really close-knit town where everyone's keeping tabs on everyone. But if you push it a little bit further, it becomes a little bit dark. It's almost like Santa... Like you had to get Santa to come check up on you. Like you, you were that bad. That you were so bad. That Santa oh. had to come and like set you straight. It was like yeah, 
And that's where it, like, it's the idea that you were talking about. Like, it's like Santa, maybe Santa is God because he's I think, watching. I think yes. He's watching you. Sees you when you're sleeping, knows when you're, you're awake. awake. And he was like, I he's like, I'm going to make this Christmas. I'm going to make this Christmas go off without a hitch. Like, I'm going to bring the ham and we're going to do this because this isn't, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah, Santa got what he wanted and needed. Yeah. And he's like, he's he's almost annoyed it took so long, but at least he got it done. And Blair's there. She's none the wiser. It's almost, it, it would have been weirder if, if, if the reason that Blair flew back is that she was like, yeah, like, I don't know. I got these airline tickets emailed to me from this guy named Marty. That would have been interesting. I just got chills. Santa just brought like, her home for Christmas. Santa put it together. That would okay, have been interesting. So if they were going with the Marty as Santa thing and they wanted to do the the whole thing at the end, they should have did that. Right? That would have been more interesting because then it's like, I think that- She should have got mysterious plane tickets. Right. Yeah. Agree. Because A, how did she afford them? But B, it's just like, it's too weird. Yeah. And we're criticizing her for leaving the Peace Corps, taking a vacation from the Peace Corps and leaving after a, a month. But it's like, if you get a free anonymous ticket- it's like it's almost like a a, a deed done from a a you good deed go. done. You right. have to go. You have to go, and then that would also explain or give a better reason as to why it's a surprise. Because it's not really a cute surprise to be like I'm coming home in four hours, but it's yeah, becomes, it's a rude surprise. It becomes a cute surprise if it's like, or better. Okay, here's the better plot. Okay, I'm ready. When she calls, I, I think I got there. When she calls, she says. Oh my God, mom Thanks. and dad, thank you for the tickets. Thanks for the tickets. Exactly. Because yeah. she thinks, they're like, yes, what? that's the movie. She says, yeah. oh my God, you guys sent me tickets. I'm here. Yeah. And they're like, what? <laughs> okay, that's the movie. That's the movie. I would. I also just thought I would want an aside in that moment where Jamie Lee Brakes' character looks into the lens of the camera and goes, so all we had to do was buy her tickets and she would have come back for Christmas. Literally. <laughs> I mean, how expensive could the She's tickets waiting be? for it. But it's like... Um, My mom would do that. If she wanted me home bad enough, she would be like, I'm getting you a ticket. You're coming home. Right. Okay. She does that okay, now. Okay, so we fixed the movie. because <laughs> so we fixed it? Because I think that obviously... My, minor rewrite. The movie is about conforming to, like, tradition. And that's fine. But I think if they just would have pushed it further, like, there's no reason to bring in Santa, literally... If you're not going to exploit him for all of his fun and magic. Yes. Right? Yes. And we were already in a fantastical, magical world where Tim Allen can fall from a roof and not die and be hung by his ankle and not dislocate it. And like the cat is frozen solid. The cat is frozen solid and all of that. So it's like we're playing in that world. We're dancing with the idea. You went ahead and said Santa's here. Let's do it. Show me more Santa. By the end of the movie, it's not ambiguous. This person is Santa Claus. Is Santa Claus? They didn't leave it up. They didn't leave it up for debate. They don't. They I don't. know they don't. I loved the ending shot of this movie, though. Like I love they pulled back. Although I the wish it was Martin Short. That would have been a great role for Martin Short. Yeah. I don't know if I was like almost snoozing at the end of this because it was late, or if I wasn't paying attention, or if I was listening to Taylor Swift music, oh. but. Well, here's what I will say. The, the the last third of the movie, for me, is the least interesting part of the movie. 
It's way more yeah, fun. Yeah, it's just put up Christmas. Yeah, it's just just up, decorate. It's put up Christmas, and there's there's there are no there's no conflict at the end of the movie. So yeah, the first forty five minutes is is a classic Star Vehicle fun and games section, and it's fun because normally we don't we we get the fun and games midway through for about ten minutes, but this was like forty five minutes of all yeah. fun and games. This was half fun and games up top, and then the other half um, just like kind of cleaning up the mess you made. Yeah, and it was, and it wasn't even that big of a mess. It really it wasn't, wasn't that, that big. big of a mess. But no, but I think that it was fun because it was it was sort of realistic. Like it was realistic. People could go on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm, you just said realistic and I'm like, hmm. well, that's why I said at the beginning, it, this is magical realism because we yeah. have the magic of, well, I don't know. I, he would probably be offended by that. It's not mad. It, it's, it's a lot. I appreciated the ending of this. I thank God there was snow. Thank God there was lights. Thank oh, God I love there was the music. Snow. You... There was candles. There was magic. Tim Allen's midlife crisis appeared to have been cured by giving over his ticket. Um, yeah. He went and just like. Jamie Lee Curtis forgives, Nora forgives him for his whole movie's worth of antics because of this one act of kindness, which actually is very kind. And it's really sweet that he's going to take in the cat. And I mean, we want, we were upset after four Christmases we didn't have Christmas. And I think we did it. Like, I think we got Christmas in this one. This was, and it's like, I don't, I guess I don't really have a lot of Christmas movies that I like. So this was, this was Mm. fun. I would honestly, other than this, it's like I like Lifetime Christmas movies, and oh, you do! You're one of those hate because <laughs> I just stand. want I just want to see the Christmas. I don't want I don't want to be bogged down with problems. So this one, yeah. this one, the problems were so minor. They were, yeah. I think a lot of Christmas movies are like this. They're the problems have to be minor because people don't really want to be stressed that much about Christmas. So all it's already of the jokes, so stressful. It's already so stressful. So all of the jokes are super surface level. There, it's a lot of pratfalls. It's a lot of physical comedy. Like I'm thinking Jingle, well, Jingle all the way. Yeah, <laughs> the guns. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's dads on Christmas falling and exploding things and. Um, Deck the Halls, Danny DeVito is like up against Matthew Broderick. Like we love a rivalry on Christmas. Yeah. Nothing like coming together on Christmas to really put, bring out the competition side of things. That's right. And um, I like the more serious ones like The Family Stone and I love Miracle on 34th Street. Those are, Miracle is magic. Well, thank you for Street naming magic. every Christmas movie. <laughs> I'm just name dropping to let you know that they're not Lifetime movies. <laughs> that I uh, aware. All right. Well. I enjoyed well, it, and I enjoyed wow, being in Christmas world fun. for a little bit. It was necessary for me. I really did need it. And I'm, I'm ready to decorate. I will say, I should have brought this up sooner. I hate decorating for Christmas, and I wanted to ask you about it. You like it? You enjoy it? Um, I think it's so boring, and then you'll always have to take it down, and it's a burden. I remember not enjoying it at like my parents' house having to do it. Okay. Like at here. my apartment, I like it because it's it's on a lesser scale. <laughs> okay. I, I think agree like with you at, there. growing up, you get into a rhythm where it's like every Christmas decoration has a place. 
Like, yeah. And everything, like, you know where everything goes. So it's like, it's, it's less like, it's not as spontaneous as it is in this movie where it's like, put this here, put this there, like put it wherever. It's like, no, no, no. This has a specific place. I mean, decorating for Christmas in my house is a job. It's like a full day job. And you're right. My mom has like very strict rules about where everything goes. And it's like, you better know where it goes. And if you don't know, you ask. Yeah, you better ask. Don't you dare improvise. You better ask someone. And dad, my dad takes care of the outside and it's just a job. And then every year taking it down, I always have to be shamed into taking it down. Like it's, it's the worst. I agree that you can get it done faster if five people are taking stuff down. Like I'm there with you. But yeah, the way I have, the way my mom goes about it, it's with shame. No. <laughs> oh, you're going to be the only one not participating? Oh. Very much like this movie. Well, you know. Well, we did it. That's the power of community. But this is a real power of family and community that you have to participate. But it was good to see Jamie Lee Curtis again. You know, I guess we'll see her again, but maybe not. For I did not think we'd see her again. And I want to say here that we probably won't, we but probably I think won't. we will. <laughs> but we probably will. I think we ran out of Jamie movies. Like, I don't think she's done that many that we can cover. We'll find something. I know. It was good to see Tim Allen. I'm just yeah. reminded of Santa when I see him. Just reminded of Santa. Well... Happy okay. ho- happy holidays, now. Happy holidays, Stephen. Everyone, as a Christmas gift to yourself, rate, review, subscribe, and yeah. you know we'll Re-review, put in, we'll put in a good word for you. We'll put in a good word with Santa, though he's always watching. Yeah. Okay, Stephen. I will be waiting for my gift from you. Um, oh. Okay. You know you can send it. I'll send you my address. Hold your breath. You might, you might have lost Hold it. Hold your breath. Hold your breath. Okay. Um, okay. That's it, you guys. That's it. See you on the next one. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.